0: all right good evening everyone hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are as always we like to say praise the lord thank the lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together if you're new around here welcome to join the midst of the storm and program what we like to do weekly live stream bible studies and shortly upload audio versions of them to every major podcast platform whether you listen to apple Podcasts, google podcast alpha overcast spotify we're on all of those so we encourage you to definitely go back and listen to some of our old messages as well as all of the ones that we plan on doing in the future. And if you've been with us for a while, welcome back. Uh, we have another great topic for you guys tonight. This is July 16th, 2020 and week 76. And as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about the gospel or the foundation of the gospel we know well most of us know that when it comes to building a house the most important part of it is the foundation because if it's not built on a strong foundation it's going to fall and we're going to be talking about that tonight where um jesus talks about two houses one of them was built on a rock and the other one was built on the sand and he said the one that was on the sand failed and great was the fall of it so we're going to be taking it back to the beginning of the gospel and seeing if we have our foundation correct and so without any further ado I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony banks we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message
1: thank you Melvin uh, as always we like to start by saying a prayer if you guys can and will by your heads with us we encourage you to do so at this time Heavenly Father we come before your throne of grace asking you just to continue to do all the things that you've done for us we come to you thanking you first and foremost because lord we know we're not worthy lord we know we don't deserve anything that you give us but your grace your mercy your love your long suffering your passion everything that you have for us lord has gotten us to this point so lord we say thank you and lord we're praying for this bible study that you would touch someone's heart that you would touch someone's eyes ears and understanding that we would all grow in your word that we would continue to find what is true and what is not Lord, we're praying that you would just continue to touch our friends our enemies our loved ones touch the lives of so many people out there no matter what it is that we need lord we're praying that you would do these many blessings for us but we're also praying that you would continue to remind us that there is joy in the midst of every storm, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So, Lord, we're praying that you would keep us encouraged, keep our hearts and our minds stayed on you, because we know if we do that, you'll keep us in perfect peace. So we're praying these many blessings in your precious name, Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: So Melvin already introduced The topic we're talking about the foundation of the gospel, so we'll move quickly to the book of Matthew, chapter 7, and we'll pick up verse 24.
0: Here we have Jesus talking. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, you go ahead. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, this is an important
1: part of this verse. Whosoever now, this is Jesus. It's written in blood, written in red letters. We know he gave his blood for us. He said, therefore, whosoever hear these sayings of mine. Now he's talking about his sayings, the sayings of Jesus. Mm-hmm.
0: And do with them.
1: And do with them. Not, not just hear them and say, I know what he said,
0: but actually put into practice what it is that he says. Uh huh. I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock.
1: Now we found out Paul told us the scriptures are able to make us wise. We become wise because we find out the sayings of Jesus. So he said if we hear these sayings and do them we'll be like a wise man Did you finish that verse? Yep. Read that last part again for me. Which built his house upon a rock. Which built his house upon a rock. We know the rock is Christ. Paul told us that too. That rock that followed them was Christ. Jesus himself told us that he's the rock. He told us when he was talking to Peter. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Himself, he's going to build the church on his own sayings. So we're going to look tonight at the sayings of Jesus. Because this is the very foundation of the gospel. The life, death, uh, resurrection of Jesus, that's the gospel. But also the gospel is what Jesus taught. We can't have the life and death without what Jesus taught. We can't have the resurrection without what Jesus taught. So if we listen to his sayings, if we do his sayings, we'll build our house on a rock. We Melvin introduced that earlier. The foundation is so crucial to the house. Even Jesus tells us in this statement, we must build our foundation correctly on a rock, not on uh, some type of surface that's going to crumble. We need a solid foundation, the rock. Christ is the rock.
2: He is that solid foundation that's going to keep
0: us stable. All right. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock.
1: This is us. We are the house that is talking about that the rain and the wind and the floods came to beat upon because the scripture tells us our body is a temple of God. He, God desires to live in each and every one of us. So we're going to go through some things, but as long as we have built our foundation correctly upon the sayings of Christ, we got nothing to worry about. He promised to bring us through. Even though the rain is going to come, even though the storm is going to come and beat upon us, we'll still be able to stand Because of our foundation. Our foundation is Christ. We hear and we do the sayings that he told us. We got nothing to worry about, all right.
0: And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not Mm -hmm. shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand.
1: Now we know there'll be a lot of people who hear the gospel but not do what's found in the gospel and he called them foolish five wise and five foolish he called them foolish for not
0: doing what it is that he said all right and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it
1: so many people fall because their foundation is not on Christ. I want to move to the book of John uh, chapter three. And
2: let's read verse 16 first. So he, Jesus told us that we would all hear because we just read
1: those that hear it and do it. And then there was another category of people that heard it but didn't do it. So we find there's not going to be those who don't hear because God is going to give us an opportunity one way or another. He's going to give us an opportunity. So if we look at John 3:16, uh, I want to, I want to
0: look at something there. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son mm-hmm. that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Whosoever
1: believeth in him But how can we believe in him But not do his saying Not believe in what he said It's impossible You have a lot of people That say I believe in Jesus But when they find out something that Jesus stood for They say well I just don't agree with that (laughs) When you do that You have chosen to not believe in him. So how can you have everlasting life and not perish? He told us those that hear his sayings and not only hear them, but do them. So we can't believe in Jesus. If we don't do his
2: sayings. Because his sayings is him. His word the scripture tells
1: us Romans the 10th chapter he says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God we must hear the Word of God we know Jesus came to bring us the Word of God
2: but more than just hearing we must do so he said whosoever believeth
1: in him should not perish So I wanted to look at it and take it a step further because Jesus just told us we must do his sayings, not just hear them, not just say with our mouth, I believe him. He said you must do them, because there's going to be a group that does not do his sayings. So we'll go back to verse one now. Because here we're going to find the foundation of the gospel. Some important things that Jesus wanted us all to know is going to be found here. All right. So we'll pick up verse one.
0: And really quickly, I see my auntie in the comments. Um, Katie says, amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, glad you tuned in. We hope you get something out of the message. Definitely. Greatly so, appreciate you tuning in. All right. So um, John chapter three and verse one, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, A ruler of the Jews. Nicodemus.
1: We've talked about him on many occasions. And I thank God for. Because he got some things clarified for our sake. So that we would understand what is the foundation of the gospel. Because the gospel is more than the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's also his sayings. It's what Jesus taught. He told us to hear his sayings and do them. And if we did that, we're like the wise man who built his house on the rock because we know the rock is Christ. So we have a Pharisee named Nicodemus. All right. The same came to Jesus by night. He came to Jesus, the one that told us to hear his sayings. And do them. He said believe what I'm telling you. He said believe
2: on me. He said you believe in God. Believe in me also. Believe him. He is the rock. He is the solid ground. So.
1: This man Nicodemus. Knew who to come to. He came to the right one.
0: Alright. And said unto him. Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. (laughs) He said,
1: no man can do these miracles that you're doing, except God be with you. Somebody said, this is flattery. Hmm. Somebody said, (laughs) he came in using some nice words. I don't know what Nicodemus was trying to do, but I see what Jesus said to him. So Jesus used this opportunity like he did his whole life to teach us, to teach us about the foundation of the gospel. That's all Jesus came here and did was teach us the gospel. This is the good news. So he said, no man can do these miracles that you're doing,
0: except God be with you. All right. Jesus answered and said unto him, "Verily, barely. I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now this, these are the
1: sayings of Jesus. These aren't my sayings. This, he said, if we hear his sayings and do them, we'll be wise. Paul told us the scriptures are able to make you wise unto salvation. We're trying to get salvation. So we need to hear what Jesus is saying and seek an understanding of what he said. I see we got another comment there.
0: (laughs) My friend Casey says preach. Um, That's what we're trying to do each and every night. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. So we see...
1: Jesus' sayings here, this is what's important. We must believe in him to have eternal life. And this is what him taught. (laughs) This is what him taught here. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, this is an if statement. He said, if we don't do this, we cannot see. He said, we must be born again. All right.
0: Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Now, this
1: man is sincere.
0: He said, how can this even happen?
1: How can a man be born when he is old? Uh Uh-huh.
0: Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb?
1: Now, somebody would say this is a crazy question.
0: And be born? But he's
1: trying to get an understanding. The only way we get understanding is asking questions. Because if we don't ask the question, we better hope somebody else asks the question so we can get an understanding. So I thank God for Nicodemus asking these questions. Because if he didn't, I wouldn't know the answer. Somebody need to ask these questions. So he said, can we go inside of our mother's womb the second time?
0: All right. Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee except a man be born of the water and of the spirit. Jesus had to
1: break it down because he understood that Nicodemus did not understand the, the question, or excuse me, the statement. He did, Nicodemus did not understand the sayings of Jesus. He wanted to believe. That's the reason he came there, because he wanted to believe everything that Jesus taught, because he knew jesus was come from god so he said
2: how can
1: someone be born again jesus said except a man be born again of the water and of the spirit Uh uh-huh he cannot enter into the kingdom of god he cannot get in water and spirit now these are the sayings of jesus if we believe these sayings he would liken us To a wise man that built
2: a house. On rock. If we. Are born again of the water and spirit. We. Are saving ourselves. Because. Jesus said we can't. If we
1: don't do this he said. Except. A man be born of water and spirit. He cannot.
2: Now. Can Jesus lie? He cannot do it. He will not lie. He said if we don't be born again in
1: water and spirit, we cannot enter. He said it's impossible for you to enter without doing this. So if Jesus would say this, let's find out if he practiced what he preached. Let's pick up the book of Luke chapter 3. And verse 21, Jesus said, be born again of water and spirit. Now, the water there is nothing but water baptism. The spirit is nothing but the Holy Ghost. So Jesus himself said we need to be baptized. These are his sayings. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, you don't have to do it. That ain't what Jesus said. Not at all. That's not what he said. So if you say you don't, you just taught another gospel. Which there's not another. (laughs) (laughs) But there be some that trouble you. (laughs) If you say that you don't, you completely go against the one that you say you believe. This is the gospel that Jesus taught. He said you must do it. We're going to go back to John chapter 3, but we're going to pick up Luke chapter 3. And find out that Jesus practiced what he preached. We'll see if Jesus was a hypocrite or not. All right. Now when all the people were baptized. Now we're talking about being born again of water. We're talking about water baptism. People were being baptized by John the Baptist. All right. It came to pass
0: that Jesus also being baptized.
1: He said, I got to do it too. He made his way out to John the Baptist. In the Jordan River. There's a reason Jesus' baptism is so famous.
2: Because he taught you must do it. What Jesus said applied to him too. It applied to him.
0: All right. And praying, the heaven was opened. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. Mm -hmm. and a voice came from heaven which said thou art my beloved son in thee i am well pleased the holy ghost descended in a bodily shape of a dove upon
1: him water and spirit we see him get baptized of the water and of the spirit he practiced what he preached so since he preached this and he since he practiced this excuse me he's able to preach it. He was not a hypocrite. So, we'll go back now to where we where we were in the book of John and we'll read verse 5 again. Now remember, we're talking about the foundation of the gospel. The foundation is the sayings of Jesus. These are his sayings, not mine. He said, believe on him and if we not only hear because somebody's going to hear this and say i'm not going to do it but somebody out there is going to hear it and do it jesus himself declared that you be wise despite what your friends say your family your brother your sister it would be wise to follow jesus because that's what we say we are we say we're followers so Let's read verse five again. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee. Truly, truly, I'm saying this to you. He said, what I say unto one, I say unto all. He's not only speaking to Nicodemus. I know we try to come up with all kind of ways around this. But he said, what I say unto one, I'm saying to all. He said, truly, truly, I say unto thee. There's no lie mixed with this, all right? Except a man be born of water and mm-hmm. of the Spirit. Unless you're water baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. uh-huh, He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He
2: said, you cannot. We're going to show up and, he, and say, Lord, Lord, let me in.
1: He said, not all that say unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter.
2: We'll say many things to him. Lord, we did many wonderful works in thy name.
1: We prophesied in thy name. We cast out devils in thy name. We did many wonderful works in thy name. But he's going to reply, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. You didn't listen to my sayings. You built your house on sand. You heard the word. But you said, I just don't feel like I have to do that. People say it all the time. The devil has deceived so many of us. We've been talking about that uh, recently. Satan, book of Revelation, John told us Satan deceived the whole world because a lot of people feel they don't have to do this. But this is what Jesus said. This is straight. You check it for yourself. This is in your Bible. I didn't add it there. (laughs) Uh, I know you think it's some hocus pocus, but I didn't put it there. I didn't sneak in your house while you were asleep and add some scripture. This is already (laughs) there. He said, except your water baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, you cannot enter.
2: This gives you the ticket to get in. All right.
0: That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Mm-hmm. And that which is born of the spirit, spirit. Mm-hmm. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again.
1: Now, Jesus tells her, he said, don't get surprised that I'm saying this. Just do it. It's not hard. To be water baptized, it's not hard to get the Holy Ghost. But as soon as we hear these words, we start to fight. And even though you did all this fighting, you're still going to take a bath at the end of the night. And if you don't do it tonight, you'll do it tomorrow. If you don't do it tomorrow, you'll do it the next day. And if you don't do it that day, you're going to do it the day after. Eventually, you're going to go back to the water. So why not
2: be water baptized in Jesus name? How has Satan deceived us to the point where we don't want to do that? So he said,
1: Marvel not that I'm telling you, you must do this. This is the foundation of the gospel. These are words of salvation. If we listen That's the reason we picked up John 3.16. He said, believe in him. And we wouldn't perish. But look at what him taught. This is what Jesus taught. He taught, be water baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. This is the foundation of the gospel.
0: All right. The wind bloweth where it listeth, Mm -hmm. and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth? now he tells us the wind blows where it wants to
2: but you cannot see it
0: but you can hear it uh huh so is everyone that is born of the spirit mhm nicodemus answered and said unto him how can these things be he said how can these things be mhm jesus answered and said unto him Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? You know, we, we get this way. We say, you mean to tell me I got to do
2: what? How can this be true? How can this be true? Because Jesus said it's true. So we find
1: that those people that he taught, they understood the foundation. Let's pick up Acts chapter 2, verse 38. The people that Jesus taught, they understood this foundation. They didn't fight. You know, we when we look back in the Old Testament,
2: Jacob, he wrestled with God. An angel came down in a body, and Jacob wrestled with him all night. You
1: know, that's what we do a lot of times. God tells us to do something. And we fight it. We fight all night, all week, all year. Fighting against doing what God told us to do. Now, that's not what Jacob was doing. He held on because he wanted God to bless him. But a lot of times we wrestle God because we don't want to do what he says. So, Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. We know Peter had the keys peter is the one that jesus put in charge he didn't put matthew in charge he didn't put john in charge he didn't put mark in charge or any of the other uh, disciples
0: or apostles he put peter in charge all right then peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ Mm -hmm. for the remission of sins
1: now he came
0: go back up I'm sorry go back up to verse 37 now when they heard this they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles men and brethren, what shall we do now these people
1: we find these people in Jerusalem they have recognized that they have transgressed God's law they recognized that they were sinners We should all recognize this today. That we have not done right. We know it's things that we're doing that we know we shouldn't do. So these people wanted to get straight. The devil has us fooled right now into thinking, yeah, I'm a sinner. But that's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Sinning is what got us into this position. Adam and Eve sinned one single time one time we're doing it over and over and think it's okay they sin one time and now death has been unleashed upon us the one thing we're praying against Lord don't let so and so die Lord don't let me die I have did it I prayed but that was unleashed because of
2: sin Now, Jesus gives us the antidote for death. All we got to do is listen to his sayings. We can overcome death. So we find here people who wanted to be better, people
1: who wanted to get right with God. I'm praying somebody out there wants to get right with God. They said, to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what, what should we do? How do we get right? And then in verse 38 we find Peter say, "Be born again of water and spirit." The same thing Jesus said. He said, "Be water baptized in the name of Jesus, and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, water and spirit." They preach the same gospel that Jesus preached. So today, the only way for me to be a preacher that came from God, I got to preach the same thing that they preached. This is the foundation of the gospel. I want to build my house on the rock, the sayings of Jesus so that when the storm comes, when the trials and tribulation come, when the test comes, and when judgment comes, I won't be standing there looking and saying, "Lord, Lord, let me come in, and he would tell me you didn't you didn't build your house on the foundation.
0: That'd be a sad day.
2: The scripture said, "Great was the fall Because somebody."
1: Didn't build on what Jesus said. We choose to build on what we want to believe. And then say Jesus agreed with it. <laughs> I don't know where we found that at. <laughs> well I just don't believe. Yeah but it's not about what you believe. It's about the sayings of Jesus. What he told us to believe. It's not about what Tony believes. It's not about what Melvin believes. It's about finding out what Jesus believed. Because he's the one who's going to judge us in the end. He told us, he said, the words I speak, said they're going to judge you in the end. He's going to pull out the books to find out if we obeyed this book. If we followed his sayings, It's, it's not hard at all to get baptized. It's not hard. It's not hard to receive the Holy Ghost. So
2: we find here. Peter, he said, repent, repent just means to change. That's all repentance
1: is, being willing to change. Jesus told us in one place, he said, except ye repent, ye shall all perish. This is what Jesus said. These are his sayings. So Peter tells us, he said, do what Jesus told you to do. He said, get the Holy Ghost, get baptized. He said, Jesus did it.
2: We did it. So now you must do it. We know
1: God has no respect of persons. God has no favorites. Paul told us in one place, let us all walk by the same rules. We all must follow the same things. God isn't like us. We pick our our favorites. People that we like and so because we like them, we let them slide on a lot of stuff. That's not that's not God though. We're all his children. He's not going to let us slide on this if 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 you believe he will. Then my question is, why didn't Adam and Eve get a pass?
2: Why didn't they why couldn't they slide? But they slid right out of the garden So We must listen To the sayings of Jesus Let's go back to John Chapter 3 And we'll read verse 5 again
0: Jesus answered Verily verily I say unto thee Except a man be born of water And of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God.
2: If we don't do this, we can't enter into the kingdom of God. You know, Jesus. Well, I better not go there. Drop down.
1: To verse 22. Because after Jesus teaches all these things, we always find him back up. What it was that he taught. By actions, let's read verse twenty two after these things after these things, after he just finished doing all of this talking and proclaiming to Nicodemus that we needed to be baptized and receive the Holy Ghost, after he has
0: stressed this point, uh-huh came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea, and there he tarried with them and baptized he came right over there and
1: baptized because he said you guys need this I need to do this for you baptism means something I know a lot of people has tried people have tried to destroy the foundation of the gospel people have tried to destroy baptism they say it doesn't mean anything let's pick up uh, actually let's go to 1st Peter chapter 3
2: Because somebody will say baptism doesn't mean a a single thing. Uh, And let's look at verse 20.
1: Baptism means something. Nothing Jesus told us. uh, Jesus didn't tell us things for fun. He, He wasn't telling us jokes. Jesus told us things to deliver us to set us free, to elevate us.
0: So, we'll pick up verse 20 here. Which sometime were disobedient, when once the longsuffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. Now, we know God.
1: He's God. He's the same God that He was yesterday. He's the same God that he is today, and he's going to be the same God that he is tomorrow. So when we look back in the past, we look at those that the scripture tells us about in the Old Testament, we find that water saved them on many occasions. Moses, even Moses, Pharaoh had issued a decree to kill the male children born. So Moses' mother, in fear of her child being killed, she put him in the water. And because Pharaoh's daughter came down to the water to bathe, she looked up and seen Moses and he wept and she had compassion on him. The water is what saved him. It was the water. God operating through the water. We know it's God behind it, but He's operating through the water. So, now we find in verse twenty, Peter tells us, Peter tells us, he said the water saved eight souls. We know we've heard about the flood, the flood of Noah. How him, his wife, their three. Uh, Sons and their three wives Were all saved
2: By the water But there were two groups One that heard the sayings
1: But didn't do them And then a group That heard the saying And did them We know which group was which
2: Noah had been preaching Telling people come into the ark be saved
1: by the water that's what noah was he was saved by water because the same water that saved him destroyed so many others so jesus came here today preaching that same message be saved by water the the water is salvation that's why we drink it because it's water saving us from from dying we drink it you tell me water don't save don't drink anymore then you go the rest of your life without drinking and i find out if water don't save water saves as people uh, we all depend on the land for food whether you go to walmart or kroger whatever store you want to go to home goods Costco I don't even know what Costco sells (laughs) but I believe they have groceries no matter where you go to get your groceries you need the water to get that food the farmers I actually talked to a farmer a few days ago he said I hope it rains I need the rain because that
2: water is going to save the crops And that water is going to save us. So Noah was saved by water. We also
1: know the children of Israel were saved by water.
2: When they came to the Red Sea. Because we know the story. They couldn't get through.
1: But Moses, God through Moses part of the Red Sea so they walked through on dry ground separated the water the water from the water and then that same water that saved them destroyed Pharaoh's army drowned them just as it did in the days of Noah we see the water God uses the water all throughout time to save his people But who's going to listen to his sayings? Who's going to build their foundation on the true gospel? Not not your own foundations. Who's going to build it on the sayings of Christ? So,
0: verse 21, Melvin. The like figure were unto even baptism, doth also now save us. He said, it's just like Right
1: now, he used the word now. It's just like right now. He said, baptism is also saving us. The water. <laughs> the water started saving from the beginning of time. And it's still saving. It's going to save to the end of time. Just like right now, he said, water saves us. I know you look at it and say it's foolish. I know you say it's foolish. But it was foolish to people. It was foolish to Pharaoh's army. When they got to the Red Sea, they felt, oh, we got them trapped. They're not going anywhere now. Yes, sir. (laughs) That's it.
0: It's about to be a breeze. eh?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is it. They got nowhere to
2: run. But God already had this way planned. It was already prepared. It was
1: already prepared that these people would be saved by water.
2: There's so many stories we could tell about the water. You know, Job. He talked about the tree. Living again, he said, if
1: it just get a scent of water. It'll live again just a scent it's it's so many stories we could tell about the water and God using it to separate and to deliver his people we know that's what happened with Gideon
2: God took him down to the water and after they came from the water he only had 300
1: people left and they began with 32,000 (laughs) but the water separated some of them were afraid he said send the people afraid home and then he said bring them to the water this is God's plan this is his gospel I don't choose the gospel I'm a victim of it Paul talked about how he was a prisoner that's all I am I have to teach what I find in here So we're talking about the foundation of the gospel. These are the sayings of Jesus. Peter tells us, it's just like right now. Baptism, water baptism, the same thing that Jesus told us we must do. He said, marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must. You must do this, according to Jesus. You know, the United States, the government, they tell us what we must do.
2: All the time.
1: And we do it. Because they say if you don't. There's going to be a price to pay. You're going to be fined. You'll be taken to jail.
2: There's going to be a price to pay. Jesus told us the same thing. He said you must do this.
0: So let's read 21 again. The light figure where unto even baptism doth also now save us mm-hmm. not the putting away of the filth of the flesh
1: now <laughs> this isn't like taking a bath that's what we do when we take a bath we put away the filth of the flesh you get rid of the dirt off of you even though you still got a whole lot more because you're made of it but we try to clean ourselves up with a bath but Jesus tells us baptism excuse me, Peter here tells us baptism is more than that. This isn't what baptism is about. There's no soap involved here. There's no towel involved here. Other than the towel to wipe wipe the water out of your eyes when you get up. Let's keep going.
0: Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, Mm -hmm. but the answer of a good conscience towards God.
1: This is the answer of a good conscience toward God. You are being obedient. To the sayings of Jesus. When you get baptized. Paul. In Galatians the third chapter. He said oh foolish Galatians. Who. Who have bewitched you. That ye should not obey the truth. This is about obeying. Having a good conscience toward God. Listening the answer. This is how we respond to God.
2: By doing what he tells us. This isn't hard. When Jesus
1: was baptized. He said. God. The voice came down from heaven. And said this is my beloved son. I'm well pleased in him.
2: God showed us. Through what he said. He showed us. That Jesus was in a good conscience towards him. This is the foundation of the gospel. So we must
1: preach this. This is what Peter preached. This is what Philip preached when he went down to Samaria. This is the same thing Ananias preached to Paul. He said, Why tarriest thou? Arise, be baptized, wash away thy sins, calling upon the name of the Lord. This washes away sins. This ain't washing
2: away filth. The only filth that this is washing away is sin. So, this is what Jesus told us. These are his sayings. Let's finish it up. We'll go back to Matthew chapter 7. And... Uh, we'll pick up verse twenty-four.
1: Therefore, who, who's for this reason, mm-hmm. whosoever heareth these sayings of mine. Now we just finished reading the sayings of Jesus. We just finished reading the sayings of Jesus. So for anybody who made it this far, Jesus said, for this reason, whoever heareth these sayings of mine, uh-huh, and doeth them, not just hear them, do them. Not just hear it and tell people, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. He said, but are you going to do them? Whosoever hear these sayings of mine
0: and do them, all right. I will liken him unto a wise man. You'll be wise, uh uh-huh. Which built his house upon a rock. You built your house
1: upon a rock. That rock is Christ. But Corinthians tells us that the rock is Christ. We built our our
2: salvation on what Christ said. This is the foundation of the gospel.
1: This is what Christ taught. This is what he preached. And this is what he practiced. And then we found his disciples. They started saying the same thing. But somehow the devil has gotten us thrown off track and we're preaching completely different gospels today. We're, we're, we're preaching completely different gospels today.
0: All right. And the rain descended Mm -hmm. and the floods came Mm -hmm. and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not where it was founded upon a rock.
1: We won't fall. We will not fall if we hear these sayings of Jesus
2: and do them. He told us the gates of hell would come against us,
1: but it would not be able to prevail. We won't fall. If God be for us, who can be against us? Is there anything too hard for God? Nothing is. If we listen to these sayings. So I'm going to wrap it up there. I thank you guys for tuning in and everyone who will tune in. I really appreciate you guys. And I'm praying that we would all. Listen to the sayings of Jesus, not the sayings of our friend when they contradict what Jesus said. If people are saying what Jesus said, listen to it. But. As soon as we go off track, we gotta we gotta brush that off. You know, I seen a video of a seal, and you know people always talk about things rolling off of a duck. I don't know. I seen it, the, the video I seen of a seal. He looked like everything rolled off of him too, cause he was sliding all over the place, and. <laughs> I don't know how much water was there because I barely seen any water. I mean, I barely seen any water. It looked like he was on dry ground, but he was sliding everywhere. So when people are saying things that Jesus didn't say, we got to let that slide off of us and only adhere to the foundation of the gospel, to the things that Jesus teach, to the things that Jesus taught. So I thank God for you guys. And I'm going to stop talking now.
0: Sure, I know you can keep going for another three four hours, oh, Lord, <laughs> but um It's so much that can be said. It's so many stories involving the water and how the water plays such a vital role in our salvation and to our natural lives as well, like I said, um about six weeks ago, we talked about the separation at the water. Tony was talking about um, Gideon and how the people that were separated at the water, they started off with 32,000 and they ended up with only 300. And like I said, the, 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 majority of the earth is water. And when we try to find life in outer space, we look for a planet with water to see if it can sustain life because that's the fundamental element, the, the most fundamental in um, Acts chapter 1 and verse 1 it says all that Jesus began to both do and teach he did it then he taught us why see a lot of a lot of our problems today stem from us saying we're going to do something oh I'm gonna read my Bible tonight I'm gonna read one chapter (laughs) and then we get home and turn on Netflix we get on Hulu we play Call of Duty 2k (laughs) And then before we know it, it's 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. And then we say, man, I got to be at work in the morning. I do it the next night. And the cycle repeats. So we say we're going to do something. And then we, we never do it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Jesus warned his um, disciples about the scribes and the Pharisees. He said, beware of them, for they say and they do not. The hypocrites. And that's what's going on a lot in today's preaching. We have to make sure we're building our house on a solid foundation. Because if we don't, it's going to fall. And what, like Tony was saying earlier, we all going to go through things. But as long as we have our foundation set upon a rock, upon Christ, then we won't fall. Lord said, I will not put on you more than what you are able to handle. But we know that a lot of people won't accept what Jesus is saying. They're going to try to find all kinds of ways to twist the scripture around. Skip over scriptures that say they have to stop doing a certain thing and do this. You know, when we're on a job, a lot of our jobs have a certain dress code. We have to be there at a certain time. That boss, our boss, he says when we're getting there, when we're leaving, what we should wear, how we should act when we have certain guests. Be sure to dress nice, put on a certain tie, and we do it. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. But when it comes to what God is telling us to do, it's always a quarrel. It's always I don't, I don't know about that. See, our boss, he cuts us a, a certain type of paycheck. But since God cuts us a different type of paycheck, we don't want to do it. It's not physically in our hands. We can't go spend it on stuff that we don't need. And like what we were just reading in in Peter, Noah preached for over a 100 years. And out of all the people that he preached to, only seven other people listened. Out of the whole world. You know why? Because his message was foolish. It sounded foolish, and it tells us God chose the foolish things to confound the wise. They had never heard of rain at the time, just like today. A lot of people have never heard about being baptized in Jesus' name, receiving the Holy Ghost. So they call it foolish, just like the people did in the days of Noah. And the scripture said, as it was with Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. People are going to be having a good time. They're going to be partying. They're going to be marrying Doing some of everything. Jesus said, (laughs) I come quickly. As a thief in the night, when we least suspect it, we all gonna be caught. But if we have our house built on the foundation, the solid foundation that is Christ, then we won't have anything to worry about. We we're all gonna die one day. We don't know when. That's why it's always Good to be prepared because a lot of people will say, oh, I'm going to do my own thing now. And then when I get older, then I'm going to start following God. I know it's true because I've said this before. But we never know when our last day is going to be. You think George Floyd knew that he was going to die that day? He woke up that morning like, man, I'm going to die today. So let me get my act together. Trayvon Martin. What was her name? Sandra Bland. Anybody.
2: It's always good to be
0: prepared, and actually do what we say we're gonna do. Um, Tony was just saying we're preaching this message tonight about getting baptized in Jesus' name and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. He did it. If I'm not mistaken, he actually got rebaptized. I did the same thing. I was baptized in December of 2011. I mean, 2006. I was 11 years old at the time. And I went back and got it done again. I mean, the preacher could have baptized me right back then. I don't remember what he said because I wasn't taking it seriously back then anyway. So I had to go back and make sure and get rebaptized. We see that in the book of Acts. Paul asked them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? They said, Man, we haven't even heard of any Holy Ghost, just like the people in the days of Noah didn't hear about the rain. And then he say, well, at least how have you been baptized? Same two things Jesus taught, told Nicodemus, water and the spirit. And they said unto John, baptism. And Paul said, you got to go back. You got to do it again. So we, we've done this. The Old Testament is our schoolmaster to bring us to the New Testament. You know, it's it's crazy how the Old Testament lines up with the New Testament. And, and we don't see it. It's a place in uh, Matthew, I believe. It's probably in other gospels too. And it said the kingdom of heaven, which is the church, is likened unto a great net that was cast out into the sea and it pulled up many, all kinds. Now we take it back to Noah. The ark symbolizes the church. And it had a whole bunch of different animals in there. You know, it was two of every kind the great net and the poor damn many and Noah was preaching the foolish message just like we are today telling you to get baptized and get the gift of the Holy Ghost but people didn't take it seriously until the doors of the ark closed and it's gonna be the same way today you're gonna be in God's face like Lord I built this multi-million dollar church in your name cast out devils and he's gonna say depart from me you workers of iniquity for I know you're not It's going to be a sad, sad day. There's no coming back from that. We're going to be, (laughs) we're going to have itchy ears. In the book of Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 10, they said, don't speak into us the right things, speak into us smooth things. (laughs) That's what we want to hear. But we have to make sure that our foundation is right and then continue on but we had to get the foundation first. You know, you talk to people so much. Um, I, I remember seeing a post on Facebook. Somebody was asking, how do you know that you're saved? And I was seeing a lot of comments saying, you know, John 3 16 or the verse of Romans that says, all you have to do is call upon the name of the Lord. <laughs> Let me tell you the, the book of Romans, the book of revelation, they were letters. And Steven says, um, I want to really get baptized. Can you guys baptize me? Certainly. Sure can. Where are you located? We can um
1: we'll we can message you about it.
0: Praise we can, God. Praise God. We can definitely do that. Praise God. We'll we'll be getting in contact with you after the um yeah. the live stream. Uh yeah. Tony's probably getting in contact with you right now. Praise God. You know, a lot of people look at baptism and they say, How is getting in some water? Going to actually save me. Cause that's what God said. See, we think we're we're so smart. (laughs) We we're only gonna outsmart ourselves and lose our own salvation trying to save it. So a lot of people go to those verses and say, Here's how I'm saved, or a verse in Ephesians. So those the books of Romans to Revelation were letters written to the church of people that got saved in the book of Acts. And let me put it into you in, in plain, in, in English. Let's say Tony got a letter in the mail that said, congratulations, you're now a lawyer. And I steal his mail. I open up the envelope, I don't read who is addressed to. I don't read his name or anything. I go straight to the middle and say, man, I'm a lawyer. No, I'm not. <laughs> See, that's the same way we do when we look into the scripture. We go right into Romans chapter ten and say, Oh man, all I gotta do is call on the name of the Lord and I'll be saved. Lord (laughs) Oh man, but no, I don't have I didn't have I don't have my foundation right. I didn't take those law classes. I didn't take the bar exam. So that's the same way when we look in at, at that scripture. Didn't get baptized. I didn't get the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. Let me go back. As a preacher say, go back to Jerusalem. Let me go back and see how 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 it all started. How the first how the first church was, how the people got saved back then. Because it's the same way now. There's nothing new under the sun. Stephen says an hour. I'm guessing you are uh, messaging him. Yeah. Well, I'll um wrap it up um shortly. But, um, this is what preaching is preaching and teaching true word of God. People don't really know what preaching is now. (laughs) They like the, they like a feel good message where the preacher goes over one or two scriptures in the beginning and then proceeds to preach a motivational speech saying how they're going to get a house in 30 days. They're going to get a car in two days. All you have to do, send me this $15 a month. And as a preacher said, if they got that kind of connection with God to tell him when to bless you, how come they aren't telling God to bless them? They don't trust in God. They trust in you to keep sending them dollars to fill their pockets up. Now how in the world am I going to sit there with a multi-million-dollar church every seat full and I got people in poverty. You're supposed to be able to go to the church when you're in need and the church will supply and yet it's the total opposite A reverse robin hood you take it from the poor giving it to the rich people want to get that feel good message get their pockets pockets empty and then when they go home they say girl that preacher can preach man and then they ask him well, what he talking about girl i don't know but he was up there preaching <laughs> As the pastor said, there's nothing but shucking and jiving, and rapping in power. Lord, we need to get our acts together. As I always say at the beginning of the live stream, thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together because we get so many chances. When are we going to listen to what he's saying? So Stephen says he's ready to get baptized. That's 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 great, man. That, that's great. The angels in heaven are, are rejoicing. That, that's great. Uh, I'm so glad like <laughs> you don't know how happy <laughs> That That's great because a lot of people don't don't see the severity of it. So my brother I'm glad that you do and I ask that when you do get baptized and keep keep seeking God Because when your eyes become open to what God is actually saying you'll be amazed So I'm gonna end it there uh, Thank you to all to everybody who's left the comments, um, I see Dre, uh, my auntie, uh, Sister Betty says, praise the Lord. See, we have a comment from Kiara. They're tagging somebody else. Um, thank you for spreading the word, Kiara. And and Stephen, who wants to get baptized, we um, thank each and every one of you individually for taking the time out to, to tune in and to see what thus says the Lord. Not what thus says Melvin, not what thus says Tony. We just read in the scripture what God said. I didn't say, or Tony didn't say any of this, so we thank you guys for tuning in, and as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimony. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every storm, so count it all joy, count it all joy, and we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. You guys be blessed.